Welcome to Full Rigor, a Florida true crime podcast. I'm your host, Karen Curtis. I'm calling this episode Mean Girls 2.0, Bullied to Death. Remember the movie Mean Girls with Lindsay Lohan years ago? They tried to make bullying funny. You want to do something fun? You want to go to Taco Bell? I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all-carb diet. God, Karen, you are so stupid. (laughs) Sorry. Oh my God, I love your skirt. Where did you get it? Uh, It was my mom's in the 80s. (gasps) Vintage. So adorable. Thanks. That is the ugliest effing skirt I've ever seen. Yeah, Regina George, she was the one, the main, mean, mean girl. But in reality, this despicable behavior can really be deadly. They wanted her to kill herself. You haven't killed yourself yet? Would you please just die? They got what they wanted. For nearly a year, as many as 15 girls ganged up on a sixth grader, 12-year-old Rebecca Ann Sedwick, or Becca for short, of Lakeland, Florida. They said and wrote horrible things online. You're so ugly. Everyone hates you. You are so fat. Why don't you just kill yourself? Well, Becca couldn't take it anymore. Despite her mother's efforts to protect her, the bullying continued, even after she changed schools and changed her phone number. Then near the end, Becca changed one of her online names to That Dead Girl. Her mom did not know about it. She even messaged a boy she had met at an airport in North Carolina. They had remained friends online. And she told him, quote, I'm jumping. And then on Monday, September 9th, 2013, the Lakeland girl went to an abandoned concrete plant, climbed a tower, and hurled herself to her death. You haven't killed yourself yet? Go jump off of a building. That's another big one because that's exactly what she did. Her mom, Trisha Norman, told CNN that the mean girls continued to mercilessly bully her even after her death. The pages started popping up on Facebook um, and Instagram, as a matter of fact, um, saying that she deserved to die. They were glad she was dead. Um, There was a girl from the old school to where she was getting bullied that had posted on her Facebook that um, she was glad that she was dead. Um, another boy had stood up on a chair and acted like he was falling and said, oh, help me, I'm falling. And I was like, I just, I don't get it. I just. <laughs> it's sickening is what it is. I mean, how did it all start? What was the catalyst to bring out the mean, mean, mean and these mean girls? Well, it all started over a boy, of course. It was over a boy that she was dating as only 11 year olds can date one of her friends were sending him inappropriate messages and she told her that she didn't want to be friends with her anymore and they started calling her a goody two-shoes because she didn't agree with what was being said it it was pretty bad (laughs) so they just started picking on her after that and it progressed so police said that rebecca was suspended at one point from crystal lake middle school for fighting with a girl who used to be her friend so it wasn't like rebecca had a victim personality according to her mom she was a strong 12 year old girl she was a normal kid i mean she was just like any other kid out there when somebody would attack her there was times she would you know defend herself and she didn't just lay down and say okay kick me And her mom did try to intervene. She complained to school officials. She took her out of school and homeschooled her, changed her phone number. 
Her mother thought the abuse had stopped when she started at a new school that she loved. But apparently, the girls continued to harass Rebecca on various social media apps. Here's our favorite sheriff, Grady Judd. The bullying continued by a group of female juveniles on different social media outlets. Authorities seized computers and cell phones from some of the girls and eventually decided to bring charges in what appeared to be the nation's latest deadly cyberbullying case. On September 17, 2013, two minors were charged with felony aggravated stalking and were accused of bullying Sedwick, leading to her death. The charges were later dropped due to lack of evidence. Despite the charges that he brought being dropped, Sheriff Grady Judd was not unhappy with the outcome. And we are exceptionally pleased with the outcome of the case. And the reason we're pleased is because, as I've explained earlier, these are juveniles in a juvenile system, and they're not charged with the murder of Rebecca Sedwick. They're simply charged with aggravated stalking because the child was under the age of 16 years of age. As a result of the case being in the juvenile system, the preference is that we do what's in the best interest of the child, and that's what occurred here. And as a result, we see that the children are going to get the services they need. The older one, the 14-year-old, who was the primary bullier, the one that was more aggressive, she is going to receive the services she needs hopefully to make her a productive citizen in our community in future years. The younger, the 13-year-old, Mr. Baez, Jose Baez, has put her in counseling, and as a result, she is receiving services. That's the best outcome for juveniles, to look out for their best interests. And if the name Jose Baez sounds familiar, he's the defense attorney who got the acquittal for... Casey Anthony, top mom, whose daughter, Kaylee, was found dead. Ann Baez secured an acquittal in the double murder trial against former Patriots tight end Aaron Hernandez. Remember, Hernandez was a gator as well, so he caught touchdown passes from Tim Tebow and Tom Brady. You think that Hernandez would have been happy after the acquittal, but he had already been convicted of another murder that Baez says that he was going to appeal and Hernandez ended up killing himself in prison, hung himself. I think Hernandez's suicide is also another case of bullying because it all started with the accusation on a Boston radio station that he was gay. Investigative journalist Michelle McPhee was on the Boston sports radio show, The Kirk and Callahan Show, and they began talking about Hernandez's sexuality, and then it devolved into football metaphors, like Hernandez was a tight end on and off the field, and then he became a wide receiver, and with that, McPhee added that Hernandez kicked with both feet. Anyway, back to Rebecca's case, words matter. Hi, this is my random video. In fact, in December of 2012, Rebecca had been hospitalized for three days after cutting her wrists because she said that she was being bullied. I started seeing a sadder Rebecca, and then she went to counseling for about three or four months after that. Her last appointment, the counselor asked her how she felt, and she said she thought she was doing a lot better. And after Becca's suicide, police looked at her computer and found search queries such as, what is overweight? 
for a 13-year-old girl and how to get blades out of razors and... Another question she asked was, how many Advil do you need to take to die? And Sheriff Grady Judd said that one of her screensavers showed Rebecca with her head resting on a railroad track. And after Becca's tragic suicide, Florida's bullying law was amended to include cyberbullying. And Sheriff Grady Judd made this bullying prevention PSA. Mean words can cause real and lasting emotional pain. And in this modern age of the internet, a mean, hurtful comment is forever. Once a comment is posted, it can never be taken back. Yeah, it stings forever. So as I said, Florida has a bullying law that was extended to cyberbullying after Becca's death, but it leaves punishment to schools, not police. Legal experts said it's difficult to bring charges against someone accused of driving a person to suicide. Here's Sheriff Judd. Rebecca endured cyberbullying with hateful comments like, no one likes you. Why don't you just die? All of this posted on media sites such as Kick Messenger and Ask FM. Tragically, Rebecca took her own life. One month later, two of the students who bullied Rebecca were arrested for felony aggravated stalking. And again, those charges were dropped for lack of evidence, thanks in part to Jose Baez. Rebecca's mom found this poignant entry in her diary. Becca wrote this down in her journal, and it says, every day, more and more kids kill themselves because of bullying. How many lives have to be lost until people realize words do matter? And Becca's mom says she's going to continue fighting for her daughter. That, that was my heart. I loved her so much. And this is the least I can do for her. Nobody else would listen. Now that people are finally listening, now that she's gone, I'm not going to let it go. And Florida's law, the Jeffrey Johnston Stand Up for All Students Act, was named after a teenager who killed himself after being harassed by classmates. The law was amended after Becca's suicide to cover cyberbullying, as I said. So now bullying includes cyberbullying and means systematically and chronically inflicting physical hurt or psychological distress on one or more students and may involve teasing, social exclusion, threats, intimidation, stalking, physical violence, theft, sexual, religious, or racial harassment, public or private humiliation, or destruction of property. If you know someone who is being bullied, or if you are a victim of bullying, and you are thinking of taking your own life, there is a hotline number, a suicide and crisis lifeline. It's 988. It's free. It's confidential. The hours are 24-7. This is no joking matter. Children who experience bullying are twice as likely to attempt suicide as their non-bullied peers. 20% of minors who are cyber-bullied consider suicide, while 10% actually attempt to take their own lives, resulting in approximately 4,500 deaths per year. Just think about it. I don't know, maybe it's just me, but I think society is getting meaner. You've got cancel culture. You have people shoving other people in front of subway trains for no reason. Also, remember during COVID, an airline passenger knocked out the teeth of a flight attendant as part of a rise in unruly flyers. Tribalism and the corrosive hatred actually account for much of the meanness going on at this moment. And I also point to the mean streets of South Florida. I mean, every day someone gets shot on I-95. It's got to stop. We need to be kinder and gentler. 
Well, didn't mean to be preachy. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode of Full Rigor. Go to my Instagram page, Full Rigor Podcast. I have a picture of Becca there so you can see how adorable she was before her death. And that wraps up this episode. Thanks for listening. Until next time. <laughs>